The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Brian David Anderson is our special guest this hour. www.trivortex.com is his website. And we're going to be uh, starting off today's conversation about the latest update in the Gulf crisis. Uh, Last week, we were told, hey, the new valve is working. Today, it's, guys, we have a problem. Joining us now to talk about that and much more is our good friend, Brian David Anderson. Hey, Brian, how are you? Oh, very good. Good to be back on. It's great having you with us, Brian. What's what's going on in the Gulf? Now, as I remembered over the weekend, they were everybody was so happy that this new valve that they put on seemed to be working. We didn't see any oil gushing out of the out of the broken well. It it seemed like they had finally got their act together. And this morning they're saying, Well, you know, we may have a problem, Houston. Well, again, first off, it's uh, that it was it five thousand feet that it's down supposedly. So mm-hmm. they could be making anything up. We would never know uh, what is real and what is not. Even if they had ships in the area, and, and that's one of the excuses. I was talking with one gentleman. He said, "Well, they got ships everywhere. You know, they couldn't fake it." And so, huh. when you're at five thousand foot depth, you can fake anything you want to. So that's uh, the the when it. Again, when it came down, I went, uh, I don't really, uh, uh, you know, I doubt what they're telling us the truth. And we now have to, uh, new, some new developments, though, that uh, kind of corroborate that. And that has to do with a television station in Alabama. They went and collected samples various places on the beaches. Uh, they went to where they have the uh, barrier set up for mm-hmm. the oil, and they went all over. And the, they then took it to a chemist, and the chemist before he said there should be zero parts per million of oil whatsoever in this water. Uh, if it's really you know clean, this is before the the accident occurred, that's what the rates were. And then they got all these uh, wild rates back. They got as high as 22 parts or 221 parts per million, which is very high, and uh, it should be anywhere between one to three parts per million. And, and if it's really good, it should be zero parts, but nothing should be there. So 221 uh, in 1 billion parts is a lot of contamination. Then they also went to, again, where the booms were. To, they were blocking supposedly the oil, and they collected some oil there. They took it to the lab, and he did the same test that he was doing before, and he put an inorganic uh, solvent inside of his jar, to test this particular ocean water. Mm-hmm. About one second later, it exploded. Wait a second. And blew, it blew the container, it blew a hole through the container. The glass container got blown apart. By the ocean water? By the ocean water. 
Brian, stand by. You and I have got to come back and discuss this on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Exonation. Nation, Brian David Anderson is our guest. www.trivortex.com. That's www.trivortex.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break talking about the ongoing oil crisis in the Gulf of Mexico here on the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back in two minutes. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Brian David Anderson is our special guest. And Brian, before we went to the commercial break, you were saying that that a chemist put some of the water from the Gulf of Mexico into, I, I would imagine, it's something like a beaker, added right. something to it. That's inorganic solvent. Inorganic. Basically, should not, yeah, it should be benign. It shouldn't be flammable, explosive. He had done that with other samples that were taken on the beach, mm-hmm. uh, various other areas, but this was just on the other side of the boom where it was blocking the ocean oil from coming in. And so now he picked it up, and now this is now having the ocean oil itself. And the beaker, the, uh, the beaker literally has a hole in it. What I recommend that uh, people do is to go, if you want to find this, just go put uh, Corexit. That's the name of the uh, dispersant they have now been using, supposedly. And it's C-O-R-E-X-I-T, Corexit. And then just put explode. That's all you have to do is put in any search engine. And put those two words in, and you'll come up, and it, and it has the uh, uh, television program. This is actually a television report by a local television station in Alabama. Now, Brian, what, does, now, it, what does this tell you? Uh, well, this comes from you know two different ways of analysis okay. on this, and it's not very, it's not very good. <laughs> uh, so you just got to kind of, kind of sit down when you're listening to this one. 
First off, if this thing exploded, there are two reasons why the water would explode. The first reason being it means that there is a high concentration of methane. Mm-hmm. But methane will not, I believe, it will cause a flame type of explosion, but it won't cause a powerful type of explosion to take that beaker apart. If you put it in methane, it will you know, it'll explode, but it will be more of a flame type of thing than power. But it could be if the concentration uh, is high enough, then maybe it could be powerful. So that means also that it's what we were talking about before is that what they're showing us on this uh, video, mm-hmm. uh, live feed video, is not really oil. Basically, what we're looking at is some sort of thermal geyser of natural gas, and, and being methane being one of the major gases. And the actual oil leaks are coming from other parts. And so what we're really seeing is the cover story, per se. But that methane, though, is now coming in very high concentration parts. It doesn't just go to the surface and dissipate. The actual ocean water itself will hold, and again, also when you mix that with the other oil that is actually present, then you'll have these high concentrations of methane. So that's one uh, side of this is that they're not telling us at all about the methane levels. And then basically, again, uh, what's going to take if there is a concentration area and something like that, that, that whole area could do the same thing. It could explode. So we're uh, dealing there with a whole thing of cover-up on the methane. Now, the next possibility is having to do with this core exit. However, core exit, its base chemical element that uh, makes it work is sulfur. And that's why a lot of the people are getting sick is because they're going out and being in the, basically it's sulfuric acid to a certain degree. They have a lot of other chemicals that are involved in core exit, but its base chemical element is sulfuric acid. And that's very deadly for humans. And it's also extremely explosive, too. When you put other chemical elements with it, mm-hmm. uh, like they were doing this organic dissolvent, it will then, that will give you a tremendous powerful explosion. Now, here is the downside of this is that uh, when you go up on the Corexit website and you look at what they say about Corexit, that it's non-flammable. They also say it's biodegradable. Well, there, this then, if it's not the methane, and then they're going to blame it on the Corexit, what it seems then is if methane is eliminated as being what it made that tube explode, and then here we have core exit that is supposedly non-flammable and biodegradable. We now left with a very, very horrible type of alternative in that they are have now they with either they added to the core exit or they haven't been using core exit at all. They've been using direct sulfuric acid. So what would, that, what would what would happen? That Brian? would be basically, a, as far as I'm concerned. That would be a genocide. That would be a murder. Uh, that would be an act of war. And uh, so there's this just occurred. And so we're now now I'm following this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also uh, about five days ago I got contacted by somebody who's now involved into the cleanup of this, and they want to possibly use triwortex as a peripheral type of thing to help structure their particular type of chemical elements that are used for dispersants on this, which would be something of a alternative to this core exit and also clean up and that type of thing. 
And uh, this person has a very high security type of clearance, has been very much involved in government for many years. I've known the person for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And he is also now for me, and this is, again, kind of an exclusive to Exxon, is that they're now looking at fish kills in lakes across the eastern uh, United States. And they're now getting reports because of this now, if the sulfuric acid, the methane wouldn't do it. The methane would not go into the atmosphere. The only thing that would go in to the atmosphere and get into the uh, weather patterns would be sulfuric acid. That's the only thing that could get into there. And once the, that's picked up and those vapors are picked up, mm -hmm. basically you're taking the sulfuric acid and dumping it on the ground, dumping it everywhere. But the most vulnerable uh, uh, species, per se, uh, the, to uh, the sulfuric acid would be the fish. And uh, here's a real kicker is that they're now finding fish kills in North Dakota. What would happen if someone took the same chemicals that the chemist used to cause the beaker to explode and by accident put these chemicals into the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, that's where again. See, this is all. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is again preliminary. This just came out in the last 24, 48 hours mm -hmm. of this uh, television station doing these testings, <clears throat> and so there's just a lot more questions. They have to do a lot more testing to find out now what is actually on those the, in the chemicals that are in, on basically in the Gulf. Because now what's happening is that what they did is that shows the picture. Uh, where they collected it, and these boons are now set up, so this is blocking the water from coming in. And so on one side you have just more clear water, and the other side you have now the oil concentration, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So what we're looking at here is uh, 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 not a great situation because uh, here the, we're getting contradictions because Corexit and their um, – Chemical, the company that makes the chemical says it's non-flammable and biodegradable. And so that means that if it's biodegradable, it couldn't get into the atmosphere. The only way, and, and the weather patterns, and so the only way that that can happen is if that means that they increased the concentration of the sulfuric acid within the core exit itself. And again, what would that means is they would, once it hit the water, mm -hmm. Part of it would go in the atmosphere. The other part would mix with the oil and then basically push the oil down uh, further in so it couldn't be seen on the surface. That's what basically uh, they say it's a dispersant, uh, but uh, it's more of uh, pushing the oil to the, to the uh, lower levels so when people fly over and look at it, you can't see it. You can see sort of being a little dark, but you will not see the massive oil spill uh, that you would normally see had you not put the core exit on it. So uh, we're uh, we're dealing with a um, this is uh, Rob. This is crime beyond anything that's imaginable. Who do you this, think this who, criminal? Who do you think the criminals are in this case, Brian? Uh, well, again, we have to look at the uh, what's so amazing is why has the United States government not taken over this? They put everything into the hands of BP, and mm -hmm. that's, that's just, <laughs> that, I, don't, I don't understand that. They should be no longer having anything to do with this. 
so basically then we have to look at who are the executives uh, of BP, where do they go back to, and of course then we keep going back into the ownership of it. You find uh, the um, uh, American uh, investment groups, J.P. Morgan is a really heavy investor in BP. You have the British royalty. You have Peter Sutherland, uh, who is their CEO, who is now uh, basically the financial advisor to the Pope. Uh, you, uh, you know, get up some real, real high type of people, and uh, basically uh, that's who we have to look at is why are they doing this, and basically it's interesting. We have British Petroleum, mm-hmm. and it's almost like, again, um, you know, it's a British company, and here we revolted uh, so many years ago, 200-plus years ago, and now it's like this is an assault. I mean, what else when you're putting sulfuric acid uh, into uh, the ocean, and they know very mm-hmm. well that it's going to go into the weather patterns, uh, I don't think that, that that this just cannot be a mistake. But the, it, the, they're, they're they're too smart to be a mistake. But the United States government at this point must know what is going on. Thad Allen must know what is going on. President Obama yeah. must know what is going on. Like this, yeah. this is this is a conspiracy of gigantic proportions. Uh, it's just, uh, 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 well, uh, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news uh, for mm. people, but, uh, you know, again, uh, this is the stuff, this has just come over. It's interesting, you know, you came and asked me to be on the program today, and uh, this all came about in the last 24, 48 hours that I found all this information. And, uh, you know, again, I recommend that uh, type that correctly into the search engine. Corexit explodes, and then just Corexit, C O R E X I T. And please, uh, all the, your, your listeners, uh, do your own investigation and uh, come to your own conclusions. And my conclusion is this is a crime. All right, stand by, this Brian. You and I have to take our commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Exo Nation, Brian David Anderson is our guest. He's the man behind Trivortex. Website is www.trivortex.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. And David Anderson is my special guest this hour, ExoNation, www.trivortex.com. And Brian, I, I remember you were with us two weeks ago and we were talking about the, the Gulf disaster. And listen, I want to thank you so much for keeping on top of this and, and for joining us here on the Exxon. We sincerely appreciate the hard work that you put into these reports. And, and we were talking, Brian, about oil seeping out or coming out of the ocean floor. Why did it take the United States government and BP two weeks to come up with this when you said two weeks ago, the exact same thing they've just said. Uh, and again, I think that was actually what originally occurred in the first place is that they started having cracks and then they had to create a crisis and mm-hmm. that they may have taken down the, exploded the uh, uh, deep horizon and then created this uh, vent. Basically it was a uh, geyser of gas and they said that's the that's what that's what the problem is. When in actuality, the problem was that the it's actually creeping and seeping out of cracks in the floor. That could have been the whole thing, the the scenario uh, from the very day one beginning, and most likely was. You know, the, the uh, some of the headlines today are are just pointing at BP in in. A way, for, a way that I haven't seen headlines really targeted. For example, this is from the Financial Post. Oil, oil spill puts a target on BP's back. Mm. You know, and then some of the other headlines. Uh, well, but the only thing is, is again, uh, this is what I was you know, saying from the original thing mm-hmm. when it occurred, is that we need to get the attorney generals uh, involved in this now, and not just of the United States, but of the states, the Gulf states now, with these fish kills that are occurring, and, uh, and again, uh, this is not really known at all, uh, very much has not been brought on the media about the fish kills in North Dakota. Now you've got other states that can get involved in this. Once they can prove that, yeah, there were, that the, the sulfuric acid is mm-hmm. in the uh, circulation and it's actually harming them, then you have a whole all the state attorney, state attorney generals in the United States, and then if it goes into Canada, which it probably will, then those provincial uh, governors have the right to go ahead and bring criminal prosecutions, but they have to have uh, you know, the fortitude to do it. And uh, to me, that's going to be the real answer. And when you have the Financial Times saying target on their back, well, the target has to be made by law enforcement or by attorney generals. And until that time, uh, all it's going to be is just headlines, nothing else. And, and then um, BP is going to skate. You know, and if so, people are thinking that BP and investors are not making money because of this, you are so wrong. For example, Halliburton, which is, which has their little fingers in this entire scenario, as as usual, they their profits rose eighty three percent in the second quarter, which equated to four hundred and eighty three million dollars. Yep. So, the crisis per se, and again. I I'm, I really want to try to change the, the vocabulary here yeah. because we have the Gulf of Mexico crimes. This is not a spill. This is not a crisis. This is crimes uh, from day one, and the crimes just continue. And especially, I am really, truly hoping, Rob, I really hope uh, that when they do this testing, that it comes back that there's high concentrations of methane. 
that's already a horrible type of scenario, and mm-hmm. it basically it again gives the cover because then if that this methane vent is what's causing it, but if that I'm really hoping that's it because if it's not, then the only solution, the only answer of the reason why that laboratory ocean water exploded is because of high concentrations of sulfuric acid, which means is they've been dumping high concentrations of sulfuric acid into the ocean, not corexin. Based on your research, Brian, have you found any other time when sulfuric acid has been used as a disbursement agent? Uh, well, yeah, the Alaskan exit was also, that's what they know uh, that in Alaska, that Valdez... Uh, the Exxon Valdez, yeah. There. Yeah, and so basically they found that the marine mammals, uh, all the seals and anything that came in contact with it, literally the brains were eaten out by the sulfuric acid. That's and it's been banned in the uh, North Sea. You cannot use if they have an oil spill. You can't use it there. So they already had a history of corexit, uh, and and basically what they're you know that's a, again a sulfur sulfur based product, and they already had uh, a history of it, and they already had a history of disasters with it too. Now, whose idea was it to use this disbursement agent? Well, I'm sure it was BP, but at the same time, though, uh, it was their planes that did it. And that's what's also so, so crazy is why, why is a corporation now that caused this? It's like, again, um, the wolf is in the, the, the Chicken uh, coop. hen house, yeah. and basically it, then they're trying to supposedly uh, do the uh, solution for it when that wolf should have been literally, I mean, <laughs> taken out. And mm-hmm. then disposed of, and then you take care of your problem. Uh, this is just insanity to have BP, and especially now with all the blackout that mm-hmm. has occurred around the area of the media, uh, where our First Amendment of the United States Constitution is just gone, and it's uh, the Coast Guard is backing up, and so our local uh, uh, police departments backing up BP security. That is just uh, uh, it's insane. Uh, the, this whole thing, from you look at it from so many different angles, is just insanity to its highest. And when they look back at this thing two or three hundred years from now, and they go through all the papers and everything, they're just going to shake their heads. And and then basically, what I think though that they're going to do is basically because of all this chaos, this chaos is still coordinated. I think it basically still is. This is on a timeline. They're doing what they're wanting to do. It has been. And even though it looks uh, uh, chaos on our surface, especially when you get to your media and to uh, other types of surface levels at the deepest levels, this is following the pattern that they wanted, and it's on schedule. Who do you think? So? Who who do you believe is behind it? Based on what your research is showing. Well, I think, uh, again, we have organizations such as the Council on Foreign Relations. We have the Tribalators. Go read their papers. What they're always saying now is that they want to reduce the world's population by two-thirds. This is a great way of reducing population if they want to do it. So, again, regretfully, uh, when you look at everything, banking, you look at CFR, you look at who founded the CFR, you also look at the Queen of England, uh, everything, regretfully, all goes back to one source, and that is the Jesuits in the Vatican. The uh, Queen of England is a dame of Malta. When you're a knight of Malta, 
you are a soldier for the Pope, period. That's it, nothing else. Your, your allegiance is to him, any constitutions, any governments, your first allegiance to them. And if you look at uh, who the banking and you go up all the way through the levels of BP, you find the, you know, like the Queen of England is a Dame of Malta, which means she gives her uh, allegiance to the Pope, not to the English people, not to royalty. She gives her first allegiance to the Pope. And so you have the founders of the CFR, the founders of the Trilateral mm -hmm. Commission, it all regretfully goes back to one source. And that's what I'm saying is that it may look chaos on, on the outside, but when you take it down and it all narrows like a little straw and then basically gets down to a real thin line and it all goes and it revolves around the Vatican and the, the Jesuits, regretfully. And uh, I challenge anybody that's listening to this, do your own research. Start looking back up, but look at the titles of the individuals. And you'll find very prominently there, Knight of Malta is a Dame of Malta is very, very prominent. Then you also find that their the individual has been educated at a Jesuit college, specifically Georgetown and Fort or Fordham University. So uh, you ask who it was. That's what my research over the years has said that uh, basically uh, uh, who has led all of this thing about population mm -hmm. control, uh, all this uh, propaganda that we need to go green and reduce the population, it all comes out of Jesuit universities, every bit of it. Go look, go look it up there. No, if I'm wrong, go look it up. Is that all of the authors of this come out of Jesuit universities. So, so where, do, where, where, does pre, uh, where does President Obama fit into the grand scheme of things? Uh, again, he was an uh, individual that was educated at Columbia University. His top person, his handler, his mentor was Zbigniew Brzezinski. And Zbigniew Brzezinski and Henry Kissinger are both senior fellows at Georgetown University at the Center for Strategic Studies. So here we have two right and left type of persons, supposedly. They're both senior fellows at the Center for Strategic Studies at Georgetown University. And you don't get to that position because you create your own policy. You get to that, po that position because you're following the policies dictated to you. And Brzezinski was the mentor to Jimmy Carter. He was also the mentor to Pol Pot of, of Cambodia. And again, you think I'm making this up, go look it up. It's in public record. He basically... Uh, Pol Pot, who mur murdered millions of people in Cambodia, uh, was under the tutelage of Zbigniew Brzezinski. And so here's the same person who is uh, under him is also uh, I, I, the, now the current president of the United States. And now there's so much evidence now that it's been presented. Even he himself, there's now a video out. He admitted that he was not born in the United States. And now Occidental College, uh, AP News, didn't hear very much about it, but AP News uh, released it, and uh, Occidental College re released uh, uh, the, the uh, records, and here it was. The name that, that was put on there was not Obama, but was Barry Satoro. He was a, uh, a scholarship under Fulbright. The only way that you can have a Fulbright scholarship at Occidental College at that time was to be a foreign student, and that was what his record said was Barry Satoro. So we've already now, they basically, they control everything. They, here they took a, a non-American, uh, mm -hmm. not born in the United States, <clears throat> 
tutelaged and run and uh, uh, basically trained by Brzezinski and now put him into a position of the President of the United States. That's how powerful they are. So uh, we have a formidable task in front of us, but the major thing is now is that we get fully informed of what's going on. So how do we how do we turn this around? First of all, how do we clear up the mess in in the Gulf of Mexico? How do we how do we save all the marine life? How do we save all the wildlife? How do we how do we get the people who have lost so much because of this disaster? How do we get their lives back? Uh, one of the first things is that we have to find out what really happened, <clears throat> what is really happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Pardon me. <clears throat> we have to find out then is. Um, what really happened is, is it because uh, are we looking at a gas uh, geyser and then basically the whole bed itself is leaking now because of uh, so much drilling that has occurred over the years? It's not just the deep wells, deep horizon uh, disaster, but because there's been so much drilling uh, over the past 25 years, has this now caused the whole bed of the Gulf of Mexico to fracture? And if that's so, then tell us. Then we got we got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But now, again, is if they can also use this. There's so many levels that can use this because then there will be a, such a way of a crisis, then all we have to declare martial law and clear out all the coasts. And, of course, then that's exactly what they've wanted for a long time is to have martial law suspend our constitution and basically then uh, put everybody under uh, some sort of police type of rule. That's been a, uh, again, go read the papers of the, of the Council on Foreign Relations, read the Trilateral Commission, what do they want to do? Their, pa- their papers are right there. They don't, they're not on CNN. They're not on other places, but you can go right to their website and start reading their uh, PDF files, and it's horrifying of what they want to do. So uh, they're basically right now, uh, we're now going into phase one was you know, setting this all up, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're now pushing this thing into phase two of, uh, to me, it looks like they're really trying to do something with this population control, uh, either reduction or uh, control of the population. And this is a, uh, it's a great way to do it. And uh, I'm now convinced this is not an accident. Uh, this was pre-planned probably 15 years ago. Heavy stuff, Brian. <laughs> I live in Florida. <laughs> So if it blows up, as I said, I'm right in the tidal wave. Mm. Well, there's a possibility is if some tests go right that uh, I might be involved in some of the cleanup. And uh, I won't know anything for another couple of months or something. But, uh, yeah, I do sleep at night. Uh, Again, I I was shouting all this material, and I was trying to get people to listen Back in the late 1980s and early 1990s, I said the Federal Reserve was not part of the United States government. The bank was not part of that. I kept saying all these things back in the 90s, and everybody, you know, the, I got blown off and uh, trying to make things about the Council on Foreign Relations and other people who had done research and what I had done my own research and also trying to bring that basically uh, all of this goes back to the Pope and it goes back especially where it goes back to especially Brian stand by I've got to take my break uh, Brian David Anderson is our special guest www.trivortex.com we'll be back don't go away 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Brian David Anderson is our guest, www.trivortex.com. Brian, you know... The Vatican. Why does the Vatican have so much power then if it's out to destroy so many people on this planet? Well, again, what you need to do is go uh, to just type in, anybody can type in the uh, Jesuit oath. And this Jesuit oath was uh, put into the congressional record, the United States congressional record, around 1900. It has never been challenged. It's never been the Jesuits have never come forward and say this is not correct, this is not true. Just read their uh, uh, oath that they take. And this goes back, regretfully, we don't think they were connected to history 500 years ago, but this still goes back between the rift between the uh, Reformation of the Protestant Church and the Catholic Church. And, and again, it, we also have to discern here of that there is a city-state called the Vatican. Yes. Then <clears throat> there is this Catholic Church. There are two separate entities. They're run by the same person. In 1867, the United States government broke all diplomatic relations with the Vatican, and it was over the Lincoln uh, assassination and other uh, attempted assassinations of other presidents, and that's why they broke 
the uh, diplomatic ties, but they did not break ties with the Catholic Church. They didn't repress, they didn't uh, try to squelch the Catholic Church and Catholicism in the United States. They broke diplomatic ties with the Vatican, which is a totally separate entity from the Catholic Church. The Jesuits are in line with the Vatican. They have nothing to do really with the Catholic Church. That's what a lot of whole people don't realize. And so, but the Vatican still is basically, they have wanted world power uh, for 500 years. And if, again, uh, go back to the history, go look up the history of the Jesuits. They've been kicked out of 43 different countries uh, over 500 years because of their political involvement in those countries. And it's basically was the, the foundation for the French Revolution. The, the French king kicked out the Jesuits. They then formulated a plot and did the French Revolution. The French Revolution is basically was a Jesuit-run operation. So, and again, if, if you don't believe me, go look it up, people. So there's a lot more to it. But what I want to also say here in the last moments is hug your children, have fun, but also try to be informed. What we may define our lives uh, over the next 20 years, and, uh, and maybe even be 200 years, is there was life before this Gulf crimes and life afterwards. But those who so right are, now we're, but those who are responsible for these Gulf crimes must be brought to justice. Uh, and I, I think the way that's going to be is that basically it's going to be the state attorney generals and the provincial governors. Uh, in Canada, uh, once it reaches up there, that's where we can have the power. We can have the power in that area, and it's going to take political activism at the state level to get the state, the states to sue and also to bring criminal charges against the people of, of British Petroleum, which could, basically you could still bump it all the way up. Brian, I hate to do this, buddy, but you and I are out of time for tonight. We'll have you back next week for another update, and I still want to talk to you about your new JFK book that's coming out. Brian David Anderson, www.trivortex.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.